You come home from a long day's work. You take off your shoes. You walk to your living room or area where it's comfortable. You sit down. You close your eyes and you take a deep breath. You exhale. You grab a stack of mail that you have sitting on the dresser or table. And you begin to flip through it. It seems that every piece is a bill, a past due notice, a notice that threatens to disconnect the service. You have multiple letters that state this. And you don't know how you're going to pay it. You start to reflect and wonder why you or how you got into this situation. It becomes a process of going down the lanes and counting your pockets and thinking to yourself, I never thought I'd see myself in this situation. Greetings. I am Marlon Tree Knight. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy lives to tune into this podcast. In this podcast, I know I'm talking to a large number of you, including myself, who sometimes find ourselves in these situations or have been in this situation where we don't know where to turn. We find ourselves in a financial situation where hard times are right around the corner. And some, for some of us, many of us, hard times are here. The way I describe the beginning is also how I describe myself. Many times depression kicks in because you don't know where to turn. You find yourself sitting there wondering if you can just rub a a lamp and a genie up here or you just walk outside and pick up a bag full of money. I mean, those things happen in the world, but... They just don't happen every day. Many people are sitting home right now in the dark because their electricity is off. Some people don't have running water because that's been turned off. Their backs are against the wall. They don't know how they're going to get it. Some people don't make enough money. Some people are just stuck. They're just stuck. 
they feel they have nowhere to turn. Who do you ask for help? When do you ask for help? Would they believe it? Would they think you're just lazy? and You don't want to work? <laughs> for many of us, that's, that's far from the truth. In my case, I, I sit back and I look at how money is spent. Credit cards being used. Money being spent that wasn't in the budget. Many of us do this because we don't want to go without or allow any of our loved ones to go without or our children to go without. So we pull out the plastic, we pull out those cards. Sometimes we have unexpected things that just pop up. We just don't know. We we find ourselves in these situations where we don't have a circle of people we can go to. You know, it's, it's amazing how when you talk about this after the fact and so many people come up and say, oh, if I knew you were going through that, I would have helped you or I couldn't help you. And I mean, you hear this so much. But then when you ask them for help, they always come up with excuses. In my life, I've been through so many situations that involved me asking for help from those that always bragged about what they had or talked about what they had or were show-offs about what they had to the point. (laughs) It's gotten old to even ask anybody. You hear the excuses that you can't get mad at somebody's money. I mean, my mother told me that when I was younger. Because I would always feel that people were like me. They thought like I thought. You know, if I had something, I would help you. And and I have a good heart and all of this other stuff that I would say about myself. But I found out quickly that others didn't think how I thought. People are selfish. People don't, a lot of people don't want you to be on their levels. So they'll brag about what they have, what they spend, who they look out for. But if you ask them for help or even point you in the direction of how you can get help to be on a a better level financially for yourself, many times they don't even point you in that direction. Now, there are some that say, man, you have a wrong circle of friends. You don't know who a friend is until you really need them. Just because we, you know, converse at a gym, converse on our jobs, we go out for lunch, brunch, dinners, drinks, parties, whatever the case may be in your situation, Is that a friend? Because you all are cool on common ground? Or do you judge a friend based on 
you need. Is it you a friend because you listen to me in my time of need? Are you a friend because you saved me? (laughs) I mean, it just amazes me. You sit back and you watch so many people that are homeless and wonder how they got there. How did these individuals end up on corners with signs asking for money, asking for blessings, asking for jobs? And then the more you go within the city, you see more just sitting around by the union missions, hanging around certain areas. It's like at some point they just give up and they don't care about how their hygiene is kept. They don't care because it's like for some reason they just throw the towel in and they're just living. I don't want to be that person that's just living because I was dealt a bad hand or I exhausted my resources helping those that I loved. Hoping and wishing that they return the favor if I ever needed them. There's no guarantee that anyone, I mean anyone, would reciprocate the same love that you will show. Because we don't go through the same issues. It's it's not like, oh, you went through this situation. When you do go through it, I'll be there for you. I mean, there's no guarantee. We have wishful thinking to think that if we go through something, I'll be there for you. I mean, I can tell somebody that because I know how I am. But do you know how I am if you have never seen me in action? Do I know how you are if I've never seen you in action? And honestly, I don't want to go through a situation where I have to wonder if you're going to be there for me. Because if we have a fallout like I've seen before so many times in life, everything that we said prior to that fallout is out of the window, depending on the severity of it. So, who is a real friend? Where are my friends? Where are your friends? When you need them in a a time of need. When you think about this thing, it just really puts you in the mind of why many of us get multiple jobs. I know I'm contemplating on finding another job because no matter how much work I do at one, it's like it's never enough. It makes you think back and reflect on life. When you think about chasing dreams and if it was really worth it instead of just going straight into the military or finding a good job, limited education. 
so many people press the issue of going to college. And then when you finally do go to college, you find yourself with so much debt that you wonder if it's worth it. I mean, some people get great opportunities and they find good jobs and some people go and they don't. I mean, it's always like rolling dice. But how do we get here? Are you still going through the mail that you had in your hand earlier? Like me? When I look at this stuff and I'm like, it's time to vote now and you have all this mail that's coming in your box. Of people who, they just want to be in office for whatever reason. <laughs> they tell you whatever they want to tell you to get what they need to be and then you don't hear anything about them. You know, that's how I look at life. Who's a friend? I remember one time I was out of town for my son's Little League playoff game in North Georgia and it was freezing. I don't recall the the city exact, but I know he was seven years old and I know it was cold and at that particular time I had my family with me and I was driving, my mother had a RAV4. And I remember that RAV4 had a lot of work need to be done. And it was just, it was, it was making it, doing, it was dependable enough. <laughs> so I thought. But it was tested by that cold weather. And I remember the vehicle just, it drove coming back. And I noticed the light start flicker and then shut off in the vehicle. And I had to kind of rolled to the side of the road on this underpass. And I was sitting there with my family at that time. The kids were younger. And I'm sitting there and all I could think about was how was I going to get home? It was a trying time because I didn't have the income like that. But I did have the job and I knew I was going to get paid the upcoming week. Like so many of us, we have to wait until a paycheck comes or a pay period comes in order to do something. You know, that really bothers me sometimes when I sit there and think about some things. I mean, not something that you want, but it's just, you know, even if it's something you want or you need, I feel like we should be in a position where if we want it, we can get it. Instead of saying, I have to wait till next week to add this to it and add that. It's, it's, it's just, after a while, when you work hard or you put your time in, you feel like you should be able to get what you want. I, I feel you should. I mean, why wait? You know, but yeah, we put, we were stuck. It, the car cut off. 
the vehicle cut off and and I was sitting there stuck. And many of you, you can think about times in your life. It doesn't have to be a vehicle. It could just be anything. When when your back against when your back is against the wall and you start to reflect on who's in your corner, who can you call? And you can have all of these people that you surround yourself with when everything is all good. When you want to have a party, when you want someone to come over and 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 eat or watch the game or watch the fight. But when you're stuck, like I was, who could you call? I remember calling two people, two guys that I knew, who I knew had money. One I called, he was, I was telling him that I was stuck. I was telling him that, you know, um, I needed his help. I didn't know specifically what it was. I didn't know if it was a battery or an alternator, but I just needed his help. And I quoted a price. I believe they told me a price. It was about maybe two or $300, something like that. I don't recall, but I remember he said, two or three hundred dollars and begin to question me like I was the mechanic and I'm like are you serious right now and I'm thinking to myself dang dude you seriously asking me all these questions and I said I'm gonna pay you back how many times have we gone through a situation where we tell a person that we need something and then they begin to question us like they don't trust us and then they repeat the same thing over and over knowing they don't have intentions of helping us in the first place. The next person I called, he called back. It was a Sunday. He shared with me that he was with his family in church and what was up. I proceeded to tell him the same thing. I was stuck. I told him I was stuck. And it was like, oh man, like it was nothing. So I began to evaluate my life at that point. Not like I haven't been to this place before, but for some reason I had to revisit it again in my mind. But this time it wasn't just me. It was my children stuck in a foreign place because I wasn't in a position to really travel like that, but didn't want my son to lose an opportunity. Hmm. Needless to say, none of those guys helped me. But I did receive help from someone that I least expected. And I can tell you that life has never been the same for me. Because what life showed me at that point 
was why I know, while I know all of these people that get on social media and flex their stacks of money or brag about what they do and throw big parties and whatnot, those are just associates. We may not have problems, but they're cool. But do you really want to be around people that if you really hit rock bottom or you go through hard times, they'll leave you stranded? Even with your family. So if your rent is behind or your mortgage is behind or your car note is behind or any other major bill, Do you have someone that can loan you the money or help you or give you the money? I mean, seriously, like, are you 100% confident in another human being that you know will help you out, that you're around? Do you have friends like that, family like that? Or will you tell them and they they ask you this and then the time you walk away, they call everybody and tell them, this man just asked me for this. It's something to really think about. How many of you have gone to court and you didn't have the money and, and you were facing jail time because you had a fine to pay and you asked and asked and asked and nobody came through. But you were a person that would help. It's a time to reevaluate your circles. It's a time to reevaluate your lives. It's a time to look yourself in the mirror and realize that everybody that's around you is just there to occupy space. The only person you can put trust in completely is the most high God. That can you can really truly guarantee you know put your faith in. I told my children, I know they call me for everything, especially when they need me at the last minute. And they depend on me so much. And I tell them, don't depend on me like that. Have confidence in me, but realize that I'm human. And and, and sometimes I may not be able to come through for you. I don't want them to be disappointed because I failed them because I may not be in a position to do what I want to do. Anything can happen. They may attempt to call me and I may not be able to get that call. Anything can happen in this world. Have confidence in people, but don't put your faith in man or women. Realize that everybody is not a friend. Everybody is not your friend. Some people just like your style. They like being around you because they feel safe around you. They don't feel threatened like around other people. 
they're around you for reasons to them. Maybe they they just like you. You you funny. You cool. Maybe you have a lot of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding about subject matter, and they just picking your brain. It's business. They're not going to tell you that. Not everybody. So don't surround yourself with people who can care less about you. You're sitting there depressed in your home with, with, with things threatened to be put cut off or they're off and you're sitting there. I look at myself and I have to evaluate myself to realize that, hey, why am I even dealing with all these people? Why am I going to sit up in parties with people that can care less if I go through anything? You know, this whole social media thing, because you have a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand or more friends, is really for purposes of either businesses, I'll say business, or entertainment. And, and the majority is entertainment. Because we can clown one another. We can laugh at one another. We can put deep thoughts up here. Some people have gained so much confidence from this social media platform that it's, it's sad. And what I mean by the confidence, I mean the confidence to really just flip off at the mouth or say some of the most foolish things that they would never say in public. But the culture that allows this to happen... <laughs> And this time is is real funny to me, for lack of a way of putting it, because you wouldn't dare say some of the things that some of these people type in or say and still live to talk about it. For all of us that are going through, I continue to lift you up in prayer asking that you find guidance and wisdom to be able to find what you seek. To realize that everyone is not your friend. Everyone does not have your best interests. Everyone is not around you because they genuinely love you or care about you. They're around you for convenience. I know it may hurt, but it's life. We have to hold our heads up and realize that we can't run away from bill collectors because the bills are going to be there. And things happen. Trying to save our children, trying to save our loved ones, our spouses, trying to save people that we feel would do the same for us if we were in need of saving. But how do we bounce back? Well, I'll say this. Once you evaluate yourself and realize that, hey, there's no guarantee that any human being would be there for you. And you pray 
You ask God for strategies. And with those strategies, for some, it may be a process. You have to go without some things. You have to feel that pain in order to never forget it. So that when this opportunity or when this situation presents itself again, you will take advantage of it. And what I mean by the situation, not the situation of failing, I mean the situation of making the right decisions. I mean, we have to make right decisions every day, but sometimes there are some decisions that we make that we know we shouldn't make because it's a gamble that can put us behind the eight ball or put us in a, a hole. It's amazing how some people manage to survive with little. I've watched my mother do that. And I found myself doing it as well. When you learn to survive, you use whatever you have in those cabinets to make a meal. You use whatever you can to have a full belly. But the game, it it changes, the dynamics changes when you have mouths to feed. When those little children are there depending on you Think about the households where the children are dependent on the adults and the adults have checked out. They have actually checked out because there is so much pressure and they've been battling so long that they have really checked out. And now these children have to fend for themselves. Life. Life is something else. We all go through life and we all go through these moments. We don't know which way to turn. I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I'm here to tell you that if you're still sitting in that chair in your living room or dining room or on the stairs or on a a bucket, wherever you may be and hear my voice, It's not over. It is not over. Because the more we live, the more we learn. And we don't know what can happen in the course of hours, days, and weeks. We don't realize how things can change in our lives instantly just by trusting and having faith. We don't realize that we're gifted. We're blessed. Yes, there are so many people going through the struggle that will give anything, anything. To be in better situations. So like I said, throughout this podcast, I have been breathing heavenly to calm myself down because I can feel you all here. The heavy burden of stress and pressure and depression and anxiety that sits there 
on our minds and on our hearts, attempting to figure out how we're going to pay bills, how we're going to get our medicine, how we're going to get the kids to school, how we're going to get to work, how we're going to get this car fixed, how we're going to do this, how we're going to do that. Sitting there wondering how, how, the how, who can I call, who can help me? Tears have fallen so much from the eyes of many of us that we don't even know where our tear ducts are dry because we don't know what we're going to do. Many of us don't know. But as the clock ticks and we watch that clock ticks and we look at our lives, that we all have been disappointed but in this life disappointments come and they go and we have to shake it off or shake that dust off our feet and continue to walk forward remember it's not the end once people reveal themselves it's the beginning Because now that we realize who they are, we know how to move accordingly. Sit back, write down strategies, write down your next moves. Don't overthink it, strategize. Sometimes you have to prioritize between needs and wants. Is it a necessity for this? Or is it just something I want? You got this. I got this. We've got this. Hey, I'm Marlin Knight. Marlin Tree Knight. And I know sometimes we go through what we go through. And sometimes we feel lost because we feel we're alone. But believe me, you're not alone. We all are going through something in our lives. And sometimes it's difficult to be inspired and motivated. But I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. And you have to keep living and keeping your head up and your shoulders back as you continue to move forward for a better life. Hey, until the next time, stay positive, stay encouraged, and most importantly, stay in prayer.